Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, Leadership Principles for Today's Leader. I'm Bob Risch, your host, and I thank you for joining us again this week. This year is almost gone. Isn't it crazy to say that? Of course, we say that every year. And we always say, this year has gone so fast, or this year has just flown by. And yes, it does seem like as we get older and older, the years go by faster and faster. But the reality is they don't. We have 86,400 seconds every single day of every single year. The time neither speeds up or gets any slower. It's the exact same time every single year for generations, generations, and generations. But our perception is different. And that's interesting when you watch people as a year comes to an end, some people, generally younger people, oh, this year will never end. Christmas is not here, or they're looking for some type of milestone, and the time just doesn't seem to go fast enough. And as we get older and older and older, it's like the year is just like, where did it go? It's interesting what perception does for us. Our perception is based on our emotional base. It's based on our experience. It's based on our education or our knowledge. It's based on maybe how happy we are, or maybe some people, how miserable they are. But the reality is, is every year is the exact same time period, and we all have the same exact time as everybody else. As we move to the end of the year, and we just finished Thanksgiving, we're moving into Christmas, moving into the new year, we all have different emotional things issues that we are dealing with. One of the issues that people deal with and, they, and the questions that many people ask each and every day is, what is next year going to do to me? Or what opportunities do I have to look forward to? The question I have for you here that many people are struggling with is, when was the last day you felt like giving up? And there's so many people that are there each and every day. When the first words out of your mouth in the morning is help, it may be a long day. You wake up and everything is falling on you at once. You just don't know what to do. You don't want to move. You don't want to do anything. You just want to give up. And that's what I want to talk about today is when you feel like you're at the end of your rope, what do you do? And that's not something that people necessarily experience just at the end of the year, but this is the time of year that it seems to be more pronounced. It seems to be more of a reality for most people. When you are at your wit's end, you can either give up or you can move forward. The difference between a great leader and a person that has given up is not the circumstance. It is the decision. It's the decision that they make to get up in the morning, to move forward, or to give up. Great leaders are not immune from the circumstances. 
They are choosing not to allow the circumstances to influence their decisions. If I had a nickel for every moment I wanted to quit and give up, we all know the ending to that statement. I would own Hawaii. I would be a millionaire. Warren Buffett was asked how the recession affected his business back in the late 2000s, 9s, 10s, 11s, during the recession. He said that his business was not affected by the recession. When he was asked why, he replied, because I chose not to participate. He made a decision. Simple to say, but often not easy to believe. The belief you are not controlled by your circumstances is intrinsic because the belief is generated from you. Just like Warren Buffett, he did not accept the reality everyone else accepted. He chose to go a different path. Me personally, I remember those years, 2008, 9, 10, and 11. Yes, there was a lot of crazy things going on with the economy. There was a lot of crazy things going on with loans, foreclosures. As I look back, I made more money in those years than the years before and years after. Because I chose to think different. I made a decision to be successful. Franklin D. Roosevelt said, when you come to the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on. The key is tying that knot and hanging on. Or giving up and just letting go. The question we need to ask is not what to do when we come to the end of our rope. It's how to tie the knot. When you focus your attention on the end of the rope, you see the disparity of the situation. When you focus your energy on one more option, you don't see the end of the rope. You see another way. See, this is key to significant thinking. Significant thinking is not focused on your own demise, but centered on how your decisions will inspire others who believe they are at the end of their rope. So the question is, how do you tie the knot at the end of your rope? Well, first, number one, focus on the solution, not the problem. So many people see the bump in the road. They see the hole in the road. And unfortunately, one of the things that's taught is, if you believe it, you can achieve it. That's not necessarily true. Sometimes the hole is too big to jump over. Sometimes the bump is too big to cross. You don't focus on the bump, and you don't focus on the circumstance that is impossible to cross. Focus on what's on your right. Focus on what's your left. The solution is often in the detour. The detour is not something you have to do, but it becomes part of your journey. And when I see a lot of detours, that's the direction that you should have gone in the first place. Instead of looking at the problem as in your way, maybe the problem directed you to where you need to be going. Number two, think about how your decision will inspire others, not how you're affected. When you focus on yourself, you focus on your inabilities. When you focus on others, you focus on what they're capable of. And it's amazing how other people can inspire you to focus where you need to be. Number three, understand circumstances are stepping stones to your future, 
not stumbling blocks. We see a circumstance in front of us. We see a situation. And immediately, I can't do that. Or we allow fear to make us settle for less. You know, I didn't really want that in the first place. That's not something I really needed. And we allow it to to cause us to fall backwards. And the tragedy is we don't get back up. When you understand that circumstances are actually stepping stones to your future, not stumbling blocks, you use that circumstance to your advantage. You use that circumstance to put you on the route that you probably should have been on in the first place. Yeah, it may seem longer, and it may seem like it would be more of a struggle. But that's where the learning happens. That's where your experience happens. When I look back at my life, I've had my mentors. I've had the people that have helped me get where I'm at today. What I'm even more thankful for are those people that tried to stop me. Those people that tried to tell me that I couldn't do it. Those people that tried to convince me that I was a failure. And those people put me on a journey that allowed me to try harder, try smarter. And then I realized, do the right thing and do what you should be doing in the first place. Number four, discipline your self-talk to inspire confidence, not create doubt. We all have doubts. We all have thoughts that tell us that we aren't good enough, that tell us that we can't. Discipline is doing what you should do when you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. And that starts in your own thoughts. That starts in your own brain. What are your thoughts in the morning? I can't or I will. What are your thoughts is I'm not good enough or God has given me the ability and the talents to do what I need to do. When you allow yourself to doubt yourself into stopping, you will create your own stumbling blocks. Number five, listen twice as much as you speak. The reality is people really don't want to hear what you have to say. They want to experience the interest that you have in them. It's amazing when I talk about people and I talk to salespeople and how to sell. I hear so many people say, well, nobody likes me because, or I can't because. The reality is there's three types of people in this world. Number one, people that hate you. There are people that don't like you. 10% make up those people. There are people that you'll never be able to sell to. You'll never be able to be their friend. They will never like you. There's nothing you can do about it. Accept that reality. The second group of people are the people that always like you. Sometimes you wish they didn't because they drive you absolutely insane. But they will always like you. That's 10%. It's the 80% that don't care about you. They care about themselves. Let them see that you have an interest of helping them. It's amazing how then they will want to work with you. When they know why you do what you do and you have a value that they need and you focus on their needs, they will ask you to help them and say, what can you do for me? Listen twice as much as you speak. Accept responsibility for your actions. Stop making excuses. Be accountable for your mistakes. Be accountable when something doesn't go right. Stop making excuses, accept responsibility, and take that detour. Try it again. Talk to somebody that's that's your mentor, that's somebody there that's there for you, and say, here's where I'm at. What you'll find is they will take the journey with you in many cases. Number seven is lead with your convictions, not wallowing in pity. What are your principles? Hold on to those things that you see as who you are. Lead with your convictions. Don't focus on what you can't do and don't feel sorry for yourself. These are your convictions. 
Go with your convictions despite what others may think. Number eight, create an atmosphere of excellence, not selling for mediocrity. Don't settle for it's good enough. Don't settle for it's good enough for government work. When you strive for perfection, you will always achieve excellence. Perfections is the goal. Excellence is the result. Are you focused on excellence or are you focused on mediocrity? Number nine, serve others with the expectation of no return. Are you helping others because of what they might give you? Or are you helping others because it's your passion to help them become more and better? And number 10 is be significant. It's easy to become successful, but significant is really where it's at. Success is doing what's good for you. Significance is doing what's good for others. Are you at the end of your rope or you tie in the knot at the end of your rope? Creating significance is a choice we make every day. When we start each new day, we make the choice. What is your choice today? Thank you so much for listening today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. You can find us at our website at www.caveatcoach.com. That's www. Dot caveatcoach.com. Reach out to us today with your questions on our website. You can also follow our LinkedIn page or follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. All of those links are on our website. Learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. We also want to thank our sponsors for supporting this podcast. Without our listeners and your support, this podcast would not exist. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. And because of your listening and financial support, we can impact the world. Consider becoming a sponsor for this podcast by placing an advertisement or by donating at the link provided at caveatcoach.com. Share this podcast and allow others to receive the value that you've received today. And be sure to check out our other episodes. Again, It's been an honor to speak with you today. Have a fantastic day and don't be afraid to be great. You've been listening to Coach Bob Risch at Caveat Institute. We're signing off now. See you next week for another episode of Leadership Essentials for Today's Leader by Here's the Caveat.